Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. This podcast doesn't have a theme song. Have a theme song. Have a theme song. This podcast doesn't have a theme song, but if it did, it go like this. Welcome to Rough Draft. Rough Draft. Rough Draft. Rough Draft. Welcome. Oh, I didn't get you snacks. I'm sorry. We're already recording, but I just realized I didn't get you snacks. How dare you? So you're already <laughs> treating me differently from your other guests? No. Wow. Wow. Okay. No, 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 no. I, I just, okay. It's, okay, mm-hmm. guys, welcome back to another episode of Rough Draft. I'm super excited to have um, this guest with me, even though he's like berating me now. Um, but I'm just calling you up higher. Oh, that's what it is? Great. Awesome. I feel so called up, you know, just in such a healthy way. Um, If you guys can't tell, I know this guy. I've known him. Well, he's known me longer than I've known him, although most people think that I'm older than him. But (laughs) it's my brother. Guys, my brother Jamal is here in um, this makeshift studio. Um... Long story short, I'm in Ohio, came to visit. Um, Jamal's birthday was a couple weeks ago, so shout out, happy birthday. You're older now. Thanks, yes, I am older. Yeah, how's how's it feel to be whole 30? Whole 30, it feels interesting. <laughs> I don't feel like, well, I know I'm not where I imagined myself to be at when I'm 30 years old, but you know, it's all the process, you know, yeah. and... You know, my path is different from other people's paths. Yeah, yeah, and that's okay. I love that. I love that. Guys, I'm so excited to have Jamal here. Um, And I don't know how much I tell you this, um, but I really am just so thankful for you as my brother and just the example that you set and lead um, in our family. Um, So Jamal and I grew up in a Christian home. But it really wasn't until I was in high school and really seeing um, what it looks like for somebody to take ownership of their relationship with God where I even felt challenged or called up higher, if you will, (laughs) um, enough to actually do something about it. And Jamal, I feel, was really catalytic to my decision to take ownership of my relationship with God and really pursue the Lord um, fully and wholly. I just distinctly remember there were so many times you would ask me to go with you to these different (laughs) ministry events. And I was like, no, like, I don't want to go there. Like, why would I go there? Um, And there were many times when I would like walk past your room and the door would be open and you're like praying and then praying in tongues. And I just thought you were the weirdest. I was like, what is wrong with him? Um, but really, he he lives a life where um, his relationship with God is truly on display, you know. So I was just really thankful that you even said yes to talking with me today and sharing your thoughts on um, more about what I was talking about last week, transparency and the presence of God. So um, this is your first time on a podcast, right? Yeah, it is. Wow, guys exclusive exclusive <laughs> this man um i'm just i'm just so i love this guy man oh, guys i love, I love him too. so much 
You do? <laughs> I do. I do love Natasha. Aw, guys, he, he loves me. Aw, <laughs> my brother loves me. Even though I know I annoy him and I try to be the older sister. You know, I just, you're cool. Anyway, we could. <laughs> we could moving on. Yes, moving on. Moving on. Um, I just want to start by asking you, like, what are your thoughts when you hear transparency um, in the presence of God? What does that mean to you? To me, transparency with the presence of God, that means being fully authentic, um, being real with the Lord, not trying to hide anything at all. Mm -hmm. um, because if you're transparent, there is nothing hidden. Mm -hmm. Like So you're coming fully as you are to him. And he already knows everything, so it's like, yeah. it's nothing that you can really hide. Yeah. But you being, allowing yourself to be that vulnerable and actually taking ownership, to yeah. actually sharing your heart with him, um, that allows you access to more of him. So. That's so good. So it's almost this idea of knowing that you know that God knows about stuff that's happening. Because yeah. God knows what's happening, but we need to know that he knows by, yeah. like, t saying it, you know? Um, so what does that look like for you? Like, how do I do like that? Being, yeah, do like being, mean? like being transparent. What does that look like for you? Uh, or another way. Okay. Let me backtrack. Let me ask first. How do you connect with God? Um, mainly through worship. Okay. Um, and then also, yeah, praying in tongues because a lot <laughs> of times I feel like I don't know even what to pray yeah. or say. And so since I know, like, praying in tongues is, like, the spirit is actually taking over and, it's like, praying and interceding on my behalf, yeah. things that I need and different things like that, it's like, okay, I'm going to just do this for a while. So literally, like, generally I pray in tongues, like, yeah. every day. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, that's so good. So then um, how do you get to the point of transparency? So generally um, during worship, um, I'll generally also set aside time to just like be quiet and be slow before the Lord. Mm -hmm. And then I'll just um, share my heart, which some days I do that better than others. Uh -huh. Sometimes I'm like, mm, Lord, I'm in pain. <laughs> I don't want you to touch this area right now. Mm -hmm. So it's like um, there are days where I'm not fully authentic or transparent to him. One thing I've learned is that God is just so good. Like he, he really does love us. And he is okay with us being in a process. Like, literally, he had the children of Israel in the wilderness for 40 years just for heart stuff. Like, he doesn't care about the destination. He's more mm. concerned about the heart and the process yeah. and who you're becoming as you're walking towards your destiny and purpose. Say that again. <laughs> I don't know if I who, can. Who you're, becoming, <laughs> who you're becoming as you're getting to the destination and the process. Uh, That's okay. You guys can rewind it. Right. You guys can re or rewind it. I just feel like there's something to it because especially what I've noticed in Christian culture, it can be easy to be like, oh, I have to get to yeah. mm -hmm. this certain level like, or this certain amount of influence so in true. order to quote unquote arrive. But even something that I've been learning is just how important it is to like really lean in and be in the process versus worrying about what it's going to look like at the end. Because if you guys were to see like all the places my, my yes to the Lord has taken me, it literally does not make sense. And that leads me to believe, okay, well, 
I may want to be XYZ and I may want to get to whatever, but if that's not the Lord's plan, like that's, that's not, that's not going to work. So it's about laying that down, laying those desires down and leading into the process. Um, how, so we're in Ohio right now. You were actually in, and I don't, I'm not going to like make you share everything, Yeah. Um, but you were in California and I was actually in California too. We never, this is, we're not often in the same state, <laughs> to, no. put it, to put it simply. We haven't lived in the same state in a very long time, but um, Jamal was in Bethel um, attending the school and all that stuff um, for a while, which is like, again, really encouraging to see, like just mm-hmm. being persistent in um, giving God your full yes, regardless of where it takes you or whatever that looks like. And so, um, right now he is back in Ohio, kind of in a transitional season. And, um, can you talk a little bit about that process and what does transparency to you look like in that way? Yeah. Um, that's a great question and it's okay if you don't have an answer (laughs) i did not prep him super well for everything because Um, i like these conversations to be organic so okay so a bit of my process um so i have a huge heart for racial reconciliation Mm -hmm. and um i did first year of um, bethel school supernatural ministry Second year, I was kind of hesitant because there was a lot of stuff popping off, you know, George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, mm-hmm. um, Breonna Taylor, mm-hmm. and just seeing some of the feedback from some of the students, it didn't make me feel, honestly, um, fully safe. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do second year. Yeah. But because um, I was blessed and someone actually paid for my second year all $5,000, mm-hmm. um, I was like, well, maybe this is a sign from the Lord. Like, there's going to be grace. Yeah. Well, (laughs) through this process, I've learned, like, hey, sometimes just because there is a door that's open doesn't mean that you're supposed to walk through it. Now, the Lord's still... Okay, sorry. I just stopped him. (laughs) Because, again, like, that's really, really important. Just because a door opens doesn't mean you're supposed to walk through it. Yeah. Like... Good ideas versus God ideas are two completely different things, even if they look similar. But continue. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, I did it for about six months. And then January, I just really felt like my heart wasn't in the best place. Mm -hmm. I was starting to become more jaded and wanting to be closed off. Yeah. And I'm like this is not good. If I continue in this environment, I feel like I'm just going to shut completely down and that's not healthy or good. So I actually talked with, um, a lot of different mentors in my life. I talked to my revival group pastor. Mm -hmm. Um, I talked to, um, also some, um, yeah, just the leaders. And I talked to some friends and was praying about it and processed it and um, ultimately decided that it was best for me to go ahead and pull out. Mm -hmm. And then I had, it seemed like every month there was something crazy. And I'm like, Lord, like, what is going on? Um, so, like, I, no fault of my own, but ended up having to leave out of the place, the house that I was living in, mm-hmm. um, unexpectedly within, like, a three-day time period because one of my housemates was doing some illegal stuff. And it was like, oh, this is not a safe environment. I need to pull out. 
So then crashing um, with some friends, um, they opened up their home mm -hmm. and then trying to find a new place. And then I was job searching and I'm like, Lord, I'm out here in California. I do miss my family. Um, I do miss support and different things like that. And I didn't feel that I had received all of the support that I needed yeah. um, while I was still out there. I had very good, some very good reliable people, but I knew like I needed more yeah. and it just seems like I wasn't getting that. So I'm like, okay, Lord, praying about it and I'm trying to figure things out and um, applied to a lot of jobs. And generally it's not hard for me to get a job and like things were just closing and I'm mm. just like, okay. And I have felt a while ago, you should go back home. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like failure. Like literally mm. when I left, um, Columbus to go out to Bethel, even though I went out there kind of kicking and screaming. That's a whole uh -huh. other story. Yeah. Um, you know, I was working a good job. I had a brand new BMW that I was driving, living in a very nice house. Yeah. To then move out there, and then the Lord's like, come back, and I'm like, the only place I can think of I can live at right now is my parents' place. This is not the idea. <laughs> like, yeah. this is not yeah. what I want. Um, but I talked with my parents and I processed through again with some um, different leaders and spoke to some friends and stuff mm -hmm. and really honestly felt peace um, for the first time in a good while, which mm -hmm. almost made me consider like, I don't know if I was supposed to do second year during that time. Um, I do think the Lord did allow some amazing things to happen. I did create some new friendships yeah. and was um, involved in some of my passions, um, dealing with racial reconciliation. Um, but I don't, it just taught me a lesson to really um, pray. And if there is a check, no matter how minor it may be, maybe listen on that check and mm -hmm. maybe get some more guidance and things. Because mm -hmm. I had also um, my mentor during first year, he suggested me not doing second year immediately. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's been paid mm -hmm. for. And it was just like, there was already two confirmation. One kind of a check in my spirit that yeah. I wasn't really listening to. And then I did have an outside voice. And it was like, mm, yeah. so why didn't you listen to all? But, you know, we're all in process. You know, we're all learning. None yeah, of us are we're perfect. Yeah, we're not perfect. Um, I want to go back really quickly um, to the part where you were saying going back felt like failure. Mm -hmm. Because more often than not, and I've experienced this too, like in the middle of transition, like, oh, I'm following the Lord, following the Lord. And then he asked me to do something that seems like completely off track. And I'm like, wait a second. Or like several steps back. And I'm yeah. like, hmm. Are you, that Lord is that are you are you sure right um is that really you? yeah exactly and it's like so if I if I go back then then what is what are other people gonna think what right. is what like so there's true. so many things that surround that what would you say to somebody um who may either have that thought like oh I feel like the Lord is telling me to do this but because it seems opposite or seems like so different or because it feels like failure like what would you say to somebody um to encourage them to continue to seek the lord in that yeah i would say um the discomfort um that you may experience being in god's will is going to be less than the discomfort that you're going to feel with being outside of his will and with that i think we should wrap up like <laughs> we said some pretty great gyms <laughs> like 
Wow. Yeah. That is so good. So if you can just keep that in mind and know like, hey, again, one of one thing I am very grateful for my time being out in BSSM um, is that I learned that God is good. And mm-hmm. like that is a key foundation for me. So if I know that he is trustworthy, he is good, he is for me. Mm-hmm. And like even though this feels uncomfortable, he still knows what's best for me. Yeah. So even though it may be uncomfortable, it's only going to be a season. Like it's yeah. not going to be forever long. Yeah. You know what is forever long? Eternity. You want to know what I don't want to do? Is get to the Lord and he be like, "Hey, why didn't you do oh. XYZ?" Well. <laughs> That's a eternity. The idea of eternity will probably touch base on this season. I don't know, but I've been wrecked (laughs) by some of those things recently. But that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking (laughs) about transparency and the presence of the Lord. Um, I want to ask, what motivates you to continue to keep seeking God when it's hard? Um, like in transition seasons, um, when you feel like you're not getting the answers that you want, Mm -hmm. when it sounds like, oh, if I do this, that I feel like you're saying maybe that'll be failure, like X, Y, Z, like what motivates you to continue to be like, to continue to fight for authenticity. I don't know how to say that word. Authenticity, um, in the presence and like, just be with him over everything else. What motivates you to do that? I think because I've had a history with the Lord and can see back on my life, like, hey, seasons will change. Like, it's going to be okay. Um, That helps me to stay authentic, especially during transition when it seems hard and stuff. Now, I'm going to be real and honest and vulnerable. It ain't always easy. Like, again, um, I'm so thankful for tongues because, (laughs) like... Sometimes I feel like that's the only way to fully express fully what's on my heart. Mm -hmm. And then even literally when I do pray in English, um, a lot of times during the season, these last um, six months, it's just been saying, help, Lord. Like, I don't even know fully what to do. Mm -hmm. I don't even know um, how you're going to come through. But I know at least you're listening and that you are near, even though I don't always feel like you're super near. And there are moments, like, there are sweet, tender moments in the presence of God. And it's, like, reminds me and refreshes me. It's like, hey, no, I'm actually here for you. It's like, okay, cool. But then sometimes, you know, those feelings go away. And it's like, okay, I'm just operating by faith. Yeah. You know, standing on his word, standing on his promises. It is like, oh, this doesn't feel good. But it's, like, still vocalizing to him. And even vocalizing those fears that's something else i've learned to do is to be fully authentic and taking another um level in my relationship because i don't think necessarily before i would tell the lord like i'm scared Hmm. or i wouldn't necessarily tell him like hey i actually don't fully trust you right now like it's hard to trust and it's like if I can do that with my friends and different things, why can't I do that with the Lord? Like, he's supposed to be the most intimate relationship yeah. I have. And so that's still something I'm building and learning to do. Um, but I will say through this difficult season, I've been able to vocalize that more. And I will say, too, listening to some Brene Brown on, like, vulnerability and authenticity, mm-hmm. that in itself has helped me as well. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, okay, this is 
part of me being a whole person, like mm. being able to vocalize these things. And if I want to be able to lean into love, joy, and um, all these good feelings, yeah. when I do feel negative emotions such as sadness or confusion or different things like that, like just being able to admit that versus being like, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. Like just giving some fake response or like being mm-hmm. fake and being like, um, I'm not going to touch these emotions at all yeah. or talk about yeah. these things at all because, you know, I already know the outcome. Well, again, process. Like, it's okay to be yeah. in process. Yeah. And to everything, there is a season, yeah. uh, even as the scripture says. So um, just learning to embrace that fully yeah, and giving myself grace, um, which I'm still learning to do when I don't hit that mark still. Mm, so, that's yeah. so good. That's so good. Um, do you have anything else you want to add, like, any questions or like even on this topic just to continue to expand on it let me think um guys i sent him an email (laughs) (laughs) i gave him instructions this is his Uh, first time this is his first time it's fine Um, well i don't know if i'm gonna have you back Hey, this is not going to be the first time. I mean, my only time speaking on a podcast. No, 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 so, I know. But um, Rough Draft is where it's at. <laughs> Tell them, guys. Tell them. This is, this is a fun place. Um, so what do you feel... Or why do you think it's hard to be transparent with God? Oh, that is a really good question. Um, why do I feel like it's hard to be transparent with the Lord? Because there, I think for me, there's this expectation of, oh, well, I already know, you know, God. Mm -hmm. So like, why do I have to tell you? You can just swoop in and deal with it, you know? Um, Or there, on the other hand, there's this idea of, oh, God, I don't want you to know Mm -hmm. that I feel this way or that it's hard Mm -hmm. because in, in our effort, in our efforts as humans, like, we want everything to be perfect. We want right. control. We want to show, like, oh, I don't even need you. Like, I don't I don't even need to invite you into this space. Mm-hmm. So to get to the point of saying either I messed up or I need help. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how to do this. Like, I cannot make X, Y, Z happen. Like, being transparent requires us to acknowledge our shortcomings. True. And we don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want people like even what I was saying last week, like I don't want people to know that I'm not perfect. Yeah. Even though I know I'm not perfect, yeah. I don't want to know that other people know that I'm not perfect. Yeah. Like I don't want that. Let alone God. God of all people. Like mm-hmm. out of everyone. <laughs> like I don't want him to know that. But um the Lord in his kindness, he's like, you know you can't do this right. without me. Like yeah. you literally cannot. And so I've, I've been learning that as we, or as I invite the Lord into these spaces, as I acknowledge and admit these shortcomings or identify the areas where I need him or I've been lacking, like that's where he can step in because now he's like, great, now you know that you can't do it. So I can come in and do my part and show you again, like I love you enough to do it, you know? So, um, it's it's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. But once once we once we get it, 
and got it in our head. Like, I'm so glad I'm at the point where I'm like, my hands are off this. God, please help. (laughs) (laughs) Please come do your part because I I cannot do your part. Mm -hmm. I tried it several times. Different combinations. Still doesn't work. <laughs> so come, 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 come take care of your bills yeah. and your, <laughs> come, come you, you, there's, you, you, your stuff needs to be taken care of. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you want from me, except here, here I am. Mm-hmm. And even on the flip side, like, how do we connect well with other people? Like, so-and-so's hurt me. Like, I don't know how I'm supposed to love them yeah. if I've been hurt, but I know I can go to you lord and say hey like i don't want to carry this offense this unforgiveness so please help me forgive so i can walk in love um but yeah that's a great question that's super good just even as you were talking to i think it also boils down to whether we fully feel safe with the lord or not Mm -hmm. because if we have this aspect of god like oh he's going to punish me just because of me um, messing up or whatever else. So it's like we're trying to hide yeah. different things. And it's like, no, he's actually, like, the safest, trustworthy person mm. ever. Like, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. created us. He loves us unconditionally. Um, and so, yeah, just learning that and just thinking about the ways that he's been there before, I feel like mm. will help also people to yeah. be able to be more transparent with him. Yeah. Um, I think it's also important to note that God is father first. And unfortunately, our first experience with a father in general is going to be earthly. And because humans are not perfect, um, the way that we experience our earthly father can be the way in which we filter our experience with our heavenly father. And so I just want to um, just remind people, like, God is not like our earthly father. Like, God is the perfect father and he wants to comfort he wants to protect he wants to help before all of the negative side things come now out of his love he disciplines he corrects and if at any point he's not doing those things that's when we that's a huge red flag because that shows in our heart oh we've already turned become super callous like the lord cannot help that But if we are soft, like if our hearts remain soft to him and just remember like, yes, I know I messed up or yes, I know that there is this shortcoming, um, but going to God first, like seeking him as our father first, he is able to respond better than we could even hope for or ask. And I mean, honestly, these breaths I'm taking. Come on now. (laughs) Like... The Lord in his goodness, he's like, hey, now you you get to live today. You get to have some breaths today. So let me um, shift my life and like shift my eyes to make sure Mm. that they're still on the Lord daily. So So good. So good. Awesome. Well, I don't have much more to add. (laughs) And I mean, we we just talking, kicking it here in the car. Um, the studio <laughs> is sponsored. Today's studio is sponsored by my sister, Alum. Shout out to her. Um, we're using her car. She's got air conditioning. Um, not all homes have air conditioning, <laughs> but most cars do. <laughs> and so we are just thankful in this Ohio heat. We've Ooh. got a little bit of reprieve um, in this. What is this? A Kia? Also, a little, little white car is getting the job done. So shout out, Alum. You a real one. Um so yeah, we're we've got a party to go to, and by party 
whenever my family is together, that's just, we're, we're just a party. Yeah, because so, there's so many of us. There's so. a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Um, peep those previous episodes from a long time ago. <laughs> You've heard about them. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but yeah, I just came in for the weekend to surprise my family. Um, happy birthday, Jamal. Thanks. It's me. I was his birthday <laughs> present. I told him, yeah, it's coming after Father's Day. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to ship it there. Me. I am the gift. I am the gift. So, anyway, thank you so much again for for sharing your thoughts and yeah. being on this episode. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was fun. <laughs> I'll get you snacks next time. <laughs> okay. Yes. Actually, you ship those snacks to me. <laughs> What's delivery? your address? Where, I'm, I'm where right do you here. live? Where do you? Right here while we get that place. sorted out. <laughs> I don't have all the answers, but we'll figure it out together until next time. Yeah, then you have to turn the recording off and it goes like...